and welcome everyone to another Dynasty Spin Doctors. Uh, I've got my co-host Saul Londano with me here tonight. Uh, you can uh, follow us at the Dynasty Spin Doctors on Twitter, and I'm at Dynasty Pangs, and Solo's at Dynasty the Dynasty Don. How are you doing tonight, Solo? Good man. You forgot to mention your name. I Chris did. Pang, guys. Chris Pang. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Right. So we wow. are doing a special uh, show again today. We are ranking uh, the Debbie Pro Bowlers, and uh, we've got some interesting rankings here. It's uh, uh, it's going to be a fun league to break down a little bit. I think uh, there's some players and teams that uh, we agree on, and maybe like one or two, and then the rest are completely up in the air. So we're going to kind of break that down, and hopefully you guys can. Uh, Share your inputs uh, and see what we've got. So uh, yeah, the, the thing that really jumped out at me in this league that I sort of told them on public chat was just how how wild of the swings of our opinions uh, was. And you know, one thing that we should tell them is is before we get into it is that the way we rank these leagues is and the teams in the league is that we we each sort of do our own rankings right and you chris you you sort of your rankings a little bit more uh you know leaning towards long-term outlook of of each team whereas my rank leans more towards short term and your ability to win a championship this year and then um we also have uh the third uh, score and then we average uh, of the three. The third score is just sort of the, our our calculator score. Sort of our, our we take mm-hmm. all of your top assets, your sort of your top uh, fifteen or so players, and all your Devi picks, and and we we put it into you know a spreadsheet, and it just sort of gives us the value based on ADP, mm-hmm. and it, and it kind of sort of gives it gives you know the owners a, a good idea for you know. The value of the assets in their team so it we just sort of it's a one one way to take out the bias right yeah as much as we can yeah we got uh, a poor man's version of right. the ibm watson over here <laughs> <laughs> right so so you know so i think it's good for people to understand that so that we can we try to do our the, the, the most accurate uh, ranking that we can in that way so definitely all right so uh let's without further ado let's kind of uh kick it off we're going to go from uh uh, 12th place to first, and uh, let's dive right in. Um, in 12th place, uh, we've got the other football team uh, run by D. Heaton 47. Mm-hmm. And uh, one thing that uh, I'd like to bring up a little bit at the beginning of, before we break this team down is you know, I was going through this roster, and I had to just kind of like hop in the chat and be like, hey man, what? happened to the rest of your bench <laughs> like where is it? uh yeah i don't see it what, what it just hasn't bothered to pick up uh waiver yeah ad or something i don't i don't get it yeah um, i think can, we've been in yeah. the league for a couple of days now you know kind of watching it and you know keeping an eye on chat and everything i don't think i've really seen him pick too many people up if anyone <laughs> during the time so i don't know yes yeah, so we don't know how many bench spots you've got uh, open or not but fill those man um mm-hmm. you know there are players out there that are worth taking sort of these deep shots on and could yeah. could help your team you know 
but let's get into it. Yeah, so uh, we've got, uh, real quick here before we uh, break down the players, we've got uh, the bot here ranking in at uh, 5th. You've got him at 11th, and I've got him at 12th. So yeah, so so with the caveat here that the D heat and the calculator actually quite likes your team um, compared to the rest of the league in terms of how much assets you accumulated. We just happen to disagree on the value of those assets. So definitely, um, go ahead and break that down. All right, so we got QB uh, Dak Prescott uh, followed up with uh, uh, Aaron Jones, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, Jarvis Landry, Travis Kelsey, Austin Hooper, Julian Edelman, uh, Alan Lazard, Ryan Tannehill. And then it kind of, uh, you know, we've got some uh, fringe QBs, I'd like to say. Uh, Marcus Mariota and uh, Mitch Trubisky. Uh, And then other notable players are Zach Moss, uh, Lynn Bowden, and uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones. Maybe Randall Cobb. I don't know if that's yeah. anything's going to come out of that. Just Antonio um, Brown, the wild card. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, 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 uh, I mean, I like your your running backs and mm-hmm. your your like Dak, and I like Nuke. Um, and and you know, especially on a in a win now team, there are some players here that I like having on your roster, like Edelman and um, Jarvis Landry. It's just that you've got a weird this weird mix of of you know, old and young, mm-hmm. and um, not the value really falls off after the the starting roster, as you said, mm-hmm. and and because the bench is so so shallow, it's just like it's just really it's stark, yeah. Kind of just how it kind of just ends, and you really are sort of in the position where you already have like Al Lazard as your in your flex, which is not. Yeah, that's, you know, that's very You don't want to be in that position. Um, and you have rookies that you're starting, rookie-wide receivers that you're starting. Um, you know, who are you going to put them instead of them? Like, you don't really have somebody. You can put them maybe Randall Cobb. So mm-hmm. you're either starting Randall Cobb or essentially, you know, that flex looks ugly. It right? does. And, it, and, and that's kind of what puts, to me, in my opinion, <laughs> even though the, the calculator thinks you accumulated assets, to me, and just it's kind of a mess. Mm-hmm. Um and and that's why and, and hey we're we're deeply honest here. I think you know if we if we were to give you advice here, my advice would be to uh, first of all do as as we already said and fill out your bench. Um, these deep dart throws are are worth it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and second would be to um, I, what I would do with this roster is is figure out a way to to sort of maybe trade away some future assets to to build a, a roster that's good enough to to try to do something this year mm-hmm. um and then if you can't then just start selling everything right away again yeah you, you, yeah i like the uh fact that he's got justin fields coming up here i think that's really going to help him um you know like you said if he's not doing super great at the beginning of the year um that's where you kind of sell the deandre hopkins you know uh turn one player into two player turn clyde edwards alaire into two players you know that's when you start really filling out your team and i think that's what's really going to help you um this is where this is a team where i highly highly recommend Start plugging into social media, start plugging into Facebook, start plugging into Twitter, start plugging into Reddit, start looking for some of those deep, uh, 
sleeper type of rookie guys that you can pick up and add to your bench because if you can hit on someone and you can hit on like a Darius Slayton like last year or something like that, um, I think you could potentially turn this team a lot better uh, with just playing the waiver wire a little bit. So, um, like Sala was saying, you know, you have the assets to potentially win now. Um, it's what are you going to do with that, and what are you doing sleeping on the waiver wire so hard? Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't give up right away just yet. I would try to do something with this roster because it has a lot of. Uh, it has a big, a good base, right? Of like Dak, Aaron Jones, Clyde, mm-hmm. De- DeAndre Hopkins, Landry, Kelsey. You know, these are solid pieces. It's just that it's it's really kind of a. Uh, uh, what do they call those teams where you have like these? It's really top heavy, right? Yeah, and it's, it's uh, studs and duds. Studs and does right, and, and and so so if you can make a team out of that this year, mm-hmm. do it. But otherwise, bail quick. And, yeah. And not, and not only those other, you know, making something out of these big players that you have, but also like these old players like mm-hmm. Edelman. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I would even consider moving Kelsey because he's getting up in age, and you really want to be thinking, you know, next year and the year after if you if you if you give up on this year. Yeah, so. this team really does kind of feel almost like it just came out of an auction league. Um, so I'm wondering if he traded up a lot to kind of get his guys, uh, and I don't lost know. a lot something, of something. Something. Something you would do. So, <laughs> um, you're, you're not. You're not unfamiliar with being 12th place in the league. So yeah, uh, in the rankings. So let's oh, let's go to the I next it. one. It's my happy spot. All mm-hmm. right. Uh, next person we've got Dom City. Uh, the bots got him uh, ranked. Justin Sider is the name of the team. Yep. Justin Sider. Uh, we've got the bot ranked at 12th. Uh, you have him ranked at ninth, and I have him ranked at sixth. Uh, so yeah, so averaged out. We got him. So at yeah, you, yeah, we got him at eleven. And so I mean, you you should talk more about this team because you seem to think that he's kind of like right middle of the road. Mm-hmm. Whereas me and the calculator really have him there at the bottom. So yeah, uh, what what do you sort of like about the team? Definitely. So uh, a lot of what I like is um, you know he's got a lot of interesting youth pieces on this team. He's got Josh Allen, uh, C D Lamb. Uh, Dallas Goddard, who's expected to break out this year, as well as Johnny Smith, um, and he's 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 also got some interesting pieces in Chris Carson, um, which uh, you know what's he gonna look like this year? Um, you know he's got some youth in Calvin Ridley, uh, C.D. Lamb, Justin Jefferson. Uh, the weird part is he's rostering both um, Seattle running backs which is kind of weird uh but the thing that i like about this team is he's got justin well, he, can, he can move him. it just it just happens to be there you know yeah. you can put a <laughs> mcfarlane in there or any of the other exactly. it's a flex anyway so I mean, yeah. you got... he's got a lot of young talent that he can kind of call upon he's got justin herbert who's uh definitely the heir apparent over there in uh, uh los angeles um but kind of what sold me on him was he's got a good balance of uh, win now players, but I think his future is pretty bright in his Debbie players as well. Uh, I think he's got a lot of uh, potential coming there, along with some of his uh, you know rookies that 
are gonna take a little bit to develop. So this is kind of where this team hits that future kind of looking area that I I, I like to look at. Uh, I mm. think it's not necessarily gonna be a win now team. Uh, this right. is a team where he can definitely <clears throat> kind of take those youth pieces, and quite a few of them are gonna hit. I mean, he's got C.D. Lamb, Justin Jefferson. That uh, and mm-hmm. Justin Herbert, I think those are great. He's got he can take a risk with uh, Thaddeus Moss and Cole Komet, so I think those are fun little pieces there as well. As well as his already stud uh, tight ends, so I think you know he, he if he plays his cards right <clears throat> and kind of sells some players uh, at the right time, peak value. I think if he were to flip like an Ezekiel Elliott for a few more assets, I think he can definitely uh, kind of produce within two to three years easily. Yeah, I think that's ultimately what ends up, uh, you know, happening when you have, you know, a team ranked high, much higher than I do, and it's really not much higher. I, mm-hmm. I sort of misspoke because I have this team ranked nine. It's really the calculator's rank that, that drops him down to 11 because, mm-hmm. you know, I have him ninth, you have him sixth, and the calculator has him last. Yeah. And if I had to guess... I would bet you that he's probably down there base because he probably had to pay a lot for some of these rookies. Mm-hmm. You know, he probably had to you know move up or or get a rookie pick. You know, I don't know, how, I don't know what, what the draft was like, and but you know, you know, these rookies come at a premium. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and he probably had to pay up for these rookies like Justin Herbert and uh, Jefferson, Lamb, McFarland. Uh, I mean, it's it's a good list of young players you know and, and as you said uh, we shouldn't we shouldn't ignore these Debbie players right Devonta Smith uh, Rashad Bateman um, or legit that these guys are you know coming right up so to 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 make this already young team uh, even more more sort of filled with young talent so this is one of those teams that could become a juggernaut if managed correctly mm-hmm. you know it's just in this year right as as it is right now you had to spend a lot in order to build it so Definitely. Like, keep building just keep building it yeah and uh you know I'm, i am looking at the the draft a little bit and it does look like he was moving around to kind of get his guy um you mm-hmm. know he moved up uh or he actually moved back, got C.D. Lamb in the second round. So, you know, he, he's taking his guys in the rookies, and I think that's kind of where, uh, you know, our, our bot kind of uh, didn't right. really care for him too much. Is You know, he's going for a lot of these rookies who haven't really shown their value yet. and so Yeah, yeah, they could of, explode, and, yeah. and, and, you know, then the value comes back up. So, yeah. Um, but that's that should be enough said about that because I don't think there's much advice to give them than other than just keep building. You know, you're probably not likely to win this yeah. year. Yeah, um, I think the one thing you want to look at is you do want to kind of fix your uh, you know your running back situation a little bit. I mean, Anthony McFarland potentially could win the job. Antonio Gibson, same kind of thing, but he's he's got Darius Geis and Bryce Love in front of him right now. I mean. Uh, unless right. he's going to overthrow him, you know what? What's it going to look like over there? So, that's the kind of thing that I would kind of look at because right now, in terms of Debbie picks, uh, it's all wide receivers and QBs. I don't mm-hmm. see anything yeah. in running back situations. So, hey, if you can, maybe flip Zeke for two serviceable running backs. If you see, I, I would do. I would do the opposite. Maybe like I mm-hmm. would f- try to flip like, you know. 
two of his players for 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 a bigger stud that's that's mm -hmm. you know younger right if you can if you can move on from from zeke for example and and get uh uh some value and somebody younger like a uh, jk dobbins or 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 you know somebody that is going to not have a, a a big role or as big of a role this year as much as jonathan taylor or clyde edwards Lair will but mm -hmm. you know next year the job is his on an awesome offense and you know he gets hot right at the right time and you've built some value out of moving on from zeke mm -hmm. you know so just just a thought yeah definitely all right our next team is uh rockster here um it, or What's forever rebuilding forever rebuilding <laughs> rockster yeah rockster 9307 uh we've got the bot here ranked at seventh you've got him ranked here at 10th and i have him ranked here at eighth so we're kind of pretty close together i think you have him a little bit of the lowest so um go yeah. ahead and break that down and uh let sure. us know your thoughts well rockster um you know let's let's look at it he's got the the, the studs right he spent his 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 dough on Kyler Murray and Saquon Barkley, right? And then um, I really like what he's doing, building the young talent and mm -hmm. wide receivers with Debo Samuel, Christian Kirk, Cortland Sutton, and then these guys that are going to take a little longer to 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 hit, mm -hmm. like Miko Harmon, Henry Ruggs, Paris Campbell. So it's just one of those those guys that that I believe again is not ready to go all in this year, mm -hmm. um, and is probably you know needs to do something about fixing his um his quarterback situation you know uh you, you can't i mean uh, you 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 don't want to move into sort of a rebuild uh situation with with your qb2 being like nick Foles or mm -hmm. you know we don't know anything about cam newton or if he's ever going to play in the nfl again so yeah um that's something to fix as you move forward into rebuilding this team as you so uh, readily admit because I don't think the team is ready to win this year and I'd give much of the same advice that I gave to the other guy um, Dom City which is uh, you know you've got a couple studs here I would keep Kyler and see what happens but you know mm -hmm. uh, if you can't make something crazy happen at the beginning of the season which I don't see happening based on your roster mm -hmm. um, then you know um, See, see, you know, I'm, I'm more, I'm more, I, I hesitate about selling players like Saquon yeah. and, and, and CMC. Um, not as much Zeke anymore. Um, he's kind of moved on to the next tier of mine where if, if I can, if I'm in win now, I'll keep him. But if, otherwise, I'll just try to create some value out of him. Mm -hmm. um, so, it's, you know, wait and see what happens. Saquon may become the biggest stud in the nfl you know and, and you might not you know you don't want to move away from that because yeah. you, know, you can be the kind of guy that just dominates the league for five years six years mm -hmm. this is a, um, this is an interesting team for me because i do like the youth on here i think he's got a lot of fun little assets i think the a trio of debo kirk and sutton really kind of have my attention uh sure this team absolutely um, well, he's got Jamar Chase coming. Yeah, to, and like, and he's got Trey yeah. Sermon as well. He's he's got he's got some really interesting um, future pieces. Future pieces, and I think that's what's really going to help him. Um, I don't think he's in rebuild as he says he is, or at least according to his team name. 
but he's a piece to build. Yeah, I think you're in a you're in a build mode. Uh, Fill, think, filling the holes, right? Yeah, I think he's in a weird spot where he could potentially make it, uh, especially if he doesn't have any, uh, you know, injury attrition uh, throughout. Make the, what? Make the playoffs. Make the playoffs. It's a potential. I think he's sure, just maybe. outside, but. Uh, you know, things do start looking low. Um, I have him way out. I have him well outside of the the playoffs. But you know, <laughs> yeah, you crazy. Do. Yeah, I, I've had it where uh, you know I've I've got him in eighth, so I, I think he's right on the cusp of making it. But this mm-hmm. is a team, especially if you get any kind of injury. Uh, I, I could see it as a one, one and done kind of. Yeah. You made it into the playoffs, and now you get a pick in the middle. Congratulations, kind of thing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so absolutely, it'll be interesting. But uh, you know, with Trey Sermons and Sanders and whatnot, I think it's going to be. It'll be interesting. It'll be. It'll be a fun team to kind of watch. I think this is the team that um, might take a little bit longer, but uh, I think it can potentially be. Uh, very competitive team pretty soon here. So yeah, I would just so dub, double down on, on, on the next you know two years, yeah. and and really build a, a, a juggernaut here that you could, uh, you know, you could be the best team in the league as early as next year. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so All anyway, right. move so. on. Alrighty, our next one in uh, ninth place, uh, we've got. Uh, Millen's Army, aka run by uh, S. Jackson eighty seven. Mm-hmm. Um, so our rankings are the bot has him in ninth, you have him in twelfth, and I have him in fourth. Mm-hmm. So uh, I want you to just unload on this team. Let me know why I, you do I, not like it. I you know, and I mean, this is one of those teams where where you know, as I said, this is a very controversial league for us. This is one of those teams where. You know the 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 calculator sort of agrees with me. It has them in ninth place. You have them like well in the into the playoffs. You know, uh, possibly competing for the championship. So I'd probably want to hear your thoughts on that too. But for me, you know, yeah, I'm not ignoring you know Jonathan Taylor and and, and Miles Sanders. Like they're they're there, right? And and in your in your quarterback situation is is very risky. At the very least, right? You've got Baker Mayfield, who we don't know what the hell is going to happen to Baker Mayfield. Uh, Kirk, Kirk Cousins, I don't, I don't think much of Kirk Cousins in terms of being a, a, even your your QB two moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get really top heavy with with players like, you know, those those two, you know, stud running backs and AJ Brown. Um, I would say three stud. <laughs> what's that? I'm I'm gonna say three. I'm gonna include Swift in there. Sure, fair enough. Um, yeah, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with Sift. I was really disappointed on his landing spot, and I think that could just be a disaster over there. I'm not, I'm not confident anymore on the, that Detroit running game for for fantasy purposes, mm-hmm. um, based on the decisions that they've made. Um, um, and, and then to me, just totally falls off, like so incredibly hard mm-hmm. that you look at the rest of the team, and there is not one player that you would want to put. Uh, you know, start maybe Keyshawn Vaughn, and mm-hmm. that's it. Like you can't tell me right now that you would put any of those other players on his bench in in, in a starting roster. Yeah. So it's it's you, like you can't none of them. And you in there. And the thing is that there are players in this roster that I that I'm a really big fan of. Um, for example, like I'm a big fan of KJ Hamler, but I will readily admit that he's 
a total lottery ticket. Mm-hmm. You know, you grabbed KJ Hamler in the third round of a, of a rookie draft because he's a cheap lottery ticket. He can be the kind of guy that becomes a you know a, a monster, mm-hmm. but, it's but like he's not grabbing somebody. KJ Hill. Well, no, I see it's different, but whatever. The point being that it's a cheap lottery ticket, yeah. right? Um, but the, this is that's like, to me, it's just the team starts to fall off as you're going through the starting roster, right? When you when your flex is, you know, Corey Davis and mm-hmm. Denzel Mims and the Keel Harry, like these aren't flex; these are your wide receiver two and three. You know, as in the Keel mm-hmm. Harry and Denzel Mims and Corey Davis and your flex, like you're really suffering on your wide receiver core Mm -hmm. uh, and i think i really lean heavily on a strong wide receiver core to build your team around Mm -hmm. and then and then sort of buying the the running backs that you need to win a championship rather than this is like totally the other way around to me it's like a team with just like the core the running backs that you need to win a championship and none of the pieces Mm -hmm. that he needs around it besides you know you got a good tight end yeah, so. so I really like this team, and the reason being is I think it's got the competitive nature with the uh, the three running backs that I really like, you know, Miles Sanders, Jonathan Taylor, and DeAndre Swift. Um, play your cards right, and we can throw Keyshawn Vaughn in there as the, the fourth running back there. So, um, Really quick, because I'm going to grab a beer and, and, and t- listen to you talk for a bit, but he's got Chubba Hubbard. Coming yes, next year. Uh, he is, so to add to that ridiculous, you know, running back core. So. Exactly. <laughs> so he, yeah, he, uh, as I've made very apparent on the shows in in the past, uh, Chuba Hubbard is uh, he. I, I've he's my Valentine this year, basically. So um, you know, I'm I'm hoping he uh, he broke my heart when he went back, but uh, you know, I'm still holding on. I'm still holding out hope and. Uh, I think he's going to be a very beautiful piece on this team. Uh, so, I mean, when you have these very strong running backs, it's hard to really kind of hold a team down even for these young wide receivers that are still pretty much just unproven. Um, I'm, I'm not counting Corey Davis in there. You get out of here, Corey Davis. Uh, but A.J. Brown, I think Nikhil Harry still has a lot to offer. Um I think that it'll be interesting to see kind of how he develops in the second year. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of, I'm growing more and more into the Denzel Mims camp. And I think that, you know, with his, uh, you know, his ability, and physicality and everything, you know, how he performed in the combine, how he performed last year and his past three years, you know, uh, his touchdown performance in college, I think that he's the real deal, and he's going to be an instant number one over there at New York. Uh, so I think he's got a lot of fun assets to kind of build on. Uh, one thing that you didn't mention was Sam Darnold. He's kind of hidden under uh, Mr. Andrew Luck himself there. Uh, but I think this is kind of a fun little team. Um, he's got a lot of those wild card sleeper players, like you're saying. He's got the Van Jefferson, Kelvin Harmon, and KJ Hamler. Um, but also, one piece that's kind of controversial, but kind of flashed a little bit last year was John Ross before he got injured. So, I'm kind of interested to see if that flash in the no, fan kind I'm, of I'm comes a, back. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an Auden, I'm an Auden Tate believer. So, <laughs> fuck John Ross. Yeah, I mean, I, He's my French. 
I gotta say that if I'm if someone's holding a gun to my head, I'm not gonna take John Ross. But <laughs> I think that if he flashes again this year, you know, maybe he comes ser- becomes serviceable and he can flip him for a third or a second next year, uh, depending on how good he shows up. Uh, if not, he's just waiver fodder at that point. Um, but I think he's got that. Plus, he's got you know Chuba Hubbard. Uh, KJ Costello, I think he's got some good stuff coming for him. And so that combined with the really strong running backs has him ranked super high for me. And that's um, that's kind of why. And then, I, I, you know, my love for Mims, like I said, is growing. So A.J. Brown mm-hmm. and Mims, I can see that tandem being a really good, solid wide receiver set for him. And then he can just plug and play the wild cards as they develop. Yeah, I think, again, this is another one of those teams that, like, you look and you ask what happened to your bench. Like, it's mm-hmm. a similar situation. Um, not as badly, though. Yeah. Um, and, and, and and I agree. Good pieces, not just Chuba coming, but also, you know, Garrett Wilson, who I'm a big fan of. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of trying to compete, and that's, I guess, why I rank him so low is because, or as the lowest in my book, is because if you're going to... It, it, the way that the team is executed to me is backwards mm-hmm. is that you 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 get these stud running backs that in my is. opinion when you're ready to win the championship and this team with these wide receivers in my cannot win the championship mm-hmm. you can't expect that level of production out of Denzel Mims and in in, in his, on his first year maybe you can do it but you know we've got to gotten used to these uh, mm-hmm. rookie wide receivers doing a lot but that's not that's not the norm yeah, right. It, yeah, it's. I mean, it's a two to three year window for wide receivers in terms of like how they develop. Uh, it's just been freak kind of accidents, blessings, presence, what, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, when you do get the Terry McLaurin and the Debo Samuels and whatnot, that just kind of and the Darius Slaytons that just pop up and all of a sudden yeah, their value. You never know who's going to be in. You're right that if all of these guys hit, then he all of a sudden is a contender. But it's a yeah. lot of ifs. It's and like if this guy hits, and if this guy hits, and if this guy hits, and then you can have a chance. You know, yeah. like and I don't it, know, man. Yeah, this is one of those teams that if we were building it from the ground up, uh, this team definitely put the cart before the horse. Yeah, I, I would just <laughs> sell. In my opinion, I would start selling. Uh, I would build a, a stronger wide receiver core. I would sell um, at least Swift. I would mm-hmm. definitely sell Swift. I think, can um, we agree we need to fix the QB section a little bit first? <laughs> I, I think you can't have that many question marks at QB. Like, you can't yeah. have Kirk Cousins and Sam Darnold and Breaker Mayfield. Like, you need something that you can mm-hmm. rely on, you know, like, yeah. oh, uh, throw some assets. We just a crazy big trade that just happened right now. Um, and when I say crazy big, I mean, it's not too insane, but it uh, looks like... Harry Backs uh, Anonymous uh, traded with D. Heaton. Uh, we got DeAndre Washington, Aaron Jones, and Alan Lazard for Jordan Howard and Marquise Brown. So, so essentially, you know, D. Heaton, who we have ranked number 12, uh, sent, uh, added. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't. I it's too many that, moving pieces right now for me to analyze. I honestly think that actually hurt um, D. Heaton even more. So I think that definitely solidifies the the twelfth position in my mind. 
Well, we well, we told him, remember, we told him to try to do something with this team, but mm-hmm. then if not, then just start making moves. Yeah. Um, I'm just not a fan of that Jordan Howard move. Well, I think uh, I don't think that's the base here. I think you really wanted Marquise Brown. Um, yeah. But moving Aaron Jones uh, for him is that's that's pricey. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know, I haven't really not even looking at a calculator or anything, but I would assume that the Aaron Jones is a lot of more value. Yeah. Definitely. Um, than 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 what <clears throat> this trade um, gave them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, anyway, so let's move on. Let's move on to our uh, next player in the eighth position. Uh, speaking of which, is uh, uh, none other than the person that just made the trade, Harry Baxson on. Uh, so uh, uh, the bot has him ranked in third. Uh, you have him ranked in sixth, and I have him ranked in tenth. Yeah, and you know what? I think this move, um, this is a legit move for him because. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I, I probably would rank him higher looking at it because um you know one of the comments that i was going to make is that you're 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 running in there with running backs being eckler and um and darius guys and darius guys and jordan howard i mean either you kind of mm-hmm. almost want to put philip Lindsay in there you know and and, and the uh um so this really works in his favor having Aaron Jones there you have a really solid running back core now mm. um and you only have to give up Marquise Brown for me that's just really yeah this is a gross trade for Dee and I don't know what you were doing man but this really yeah I'm sorry yeah. but this really sort of solidifies your place down there in the 12th um get some help with trades this was not this was yeah. not not a good trade for you know you, this is a good time to pitch it again uh you can hit us up on uh twitter <laughs> uh you know i'm at dynasty pangs and uh solo's at the dynasty dawn so hit us up yeah if you if you day. were to if you would have tweeted me with like should i do this i would have said no it doesn't matter what your team looks like this is you losing way too much value to get marquise brown mm-hmm. so in my opinion yeah. so anyway continue yeah. so this is a team that's got some uh good uh at least two good quality and it hurts me to say it because one of them is the one out is my homer team uh good quality qbs you know got deshaun watson and tua uh tago viola um but he's also got jimmy g uh who i don't know i'm i'm kind of not sold on him staying in the league super super long uh if he can't improve his uh passing ability but we'll see uh i could be proven wrong but uh, he's got some interesting pieces now. He's got Austin Eckler, Darius Geis, Aaron Jones now. Um, yes, Tua. Like, don't over. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, I already. Yeah, I said Tua. Tua's say Tua. Sorry. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Tua. But... Tua and Watson, I think, are going to be his his cornerstone. I think that so good. Yeah. Um, Michael Thomas, which I really like. I think one thing that uh, that's kind of his shining kind of area for the team. Uh, and then he's got Robert Woods, George Kittle, uh, who's an absolute beast, uh, and then Michael Gallup. I mean, his, his clear area <laughs> of need now after making this trade is going to be wide receiver. Yeah, so, definitely. Um, you know, you traded away your wide receiver too, but mm-hmm. you gained a lot of value in doing that, right? So yeah, um, I think that's he picked up. Uh, he picked up T. Higgins, which will kind of go counter against the John Ross kind of truthers too 
or mm-hmm. lack thereof. Uh, well, both both the calculator and myself think this team before this trade was already playoff bound. So yeah. we think I, I definitely think this team make a, a move or two at what the wide receiver position, mm-hmm. and you are you are looking good. I mean, fix that flex situation, yeah. right? Because you have. Go ahead. And I think one big thing too is it, we shouldn't overlook his tight end position. I think he's got a really really strong tight end position with the wild card of Rob Gronkowski coming back. Um, but he's also got some really good, you know, Debbie players coming up, too. He's got some good wide receivers to kind of fix those holes mm-hmm. there. And then he's got Zamir White. So I think, like, in terms of making this trade, it just makes more and more sense as we're talking about it. And, you know, filling that hole with Aaron Jones... Uh, you know, he's not the most flashy player, and there's concerns, you know, oh, A.J. Dillon was drafted and whatnot. Um, you know, I think this is a good kind of move for the team, and I think it's the right move. You know, it it didn't cost a whole lot, and so I think that was a smart move to make. No, it didn't cost him to make himself an even stronger contender this year, mm-hmm. so I give him props on that trade and, and definitely um, – probably would have ranked them higher than six to be mm-hmm. honest yeah i, and I probably would have moved them so, up too so that but that it is what it is this happened as we were yep uh recording and he that that, that keeps you at number eight for now sorry Harry, back uh let's go to number seven all right number seven we've got mick mac two uh and the bot has him ranked at six you have him ranked in third and i have him ranked in ninth You've got him way up there, so tell me what you see on this team. Well, I feel like in a in a win now team, which is how kind of how I'm looking at it. Mm-hmm. Um, you have you have what I want in in win now teams. You know, you have um, solid but not super flashy running backs. You have a really strong core of wide receivers: Devontae Adams, Julio Jones. Um, uh, I, but that needs that still needs help. I don't want I don't want Devonte Parker being a wide receiver uh, three unless I, I'd rather have him in the flex. You know, get somebody a little bit more uh, solid in that position, and maybe spend some of this running back assets that you have here because you have your your uh, your David Johnson. I mean, I really like the fact that he has David Johnson and Damian Williams on just just sitting there in case he needs it even though he already has Derrick Henry and, and Le'Veon Bell mm-hmm. you know that's really a solid running back situation on a win now team he couldn't have, couldn't really get any better for in terms of bargains mm-hmm. you know uh, other guard bargain players like Marvin Jones uh, he has uh, non-flashy quarterbacks in Matt Ryan and, and, and Drew Locke which which shows to me that he waited to get his quarterbacks and, and really gained value by by doing that both uh the uh the calculator and myself agree right mm-hmm. so um to me he's just in a really uh solid you know position to to not just make a push for playoffs but but win the whole championship he can just just get a make one or two more moves um i i, I would i would you know add that i know that his bench situation isn't great like it's he doesn't have a good bench but you know you this is when one of those things that once you start winning one or two games i definitely would sell assets future assets to to strengthen that that and and, and that depth of your team so that you can last a whole season of 
of accumulating wins because this team could very well, as I said, make a push for the championship. So mm-hmm. that's what I like about the team. Yeah, so this team, I kind of view the opposite. I think that it's very heavy on the roster, starting roster. Um, but I think that once you, you know, if this team hits any kind of injury tr- uh, attrition, we're, we're, it's done so. Uh, and I think the way that this team kind of shines for me, and this is why I kind of had to move it down a little bit, was... I felt like a lot of its key pieces and its identity are coming with the Debbie picks. I mm-hmm. mean, you've got Zach Charbonnet, you've got uh, Trevor Lawrence, you've got a lot of, you got Tylen Wallace, you, Brock Purdy, you've got a lot of really... Kenneth, Kenneth Gainwell, I mean, he exactly. has really solid Debbie picks, which which to me, that's where the bench went. Mm-hmm. Like, like, he... He traded a depth in his actual like win now team this year mm-hmm. to create balance and, it, and so he basically hedged. Yeah. You know, he created a, a pretty decent starting roster for a push this year, and said, on the other hand, I have these really elite mm-hmm. Devi picks coming. And, and like as you said, Trevor Lawrence, um, uh, T- T- Tylen Wallace, and and uh, Charbonnet and. Um, there was one more, right? There was, yeah, there was uh, oh, uh, Kenneth Gainwell. Kenneth I mean, Gainwell. these are these are these are monsters that are mm-hmm. going to be coming in his team in the next year or two. So even so, in my opinion, if he doesn't end up winning the championship, to him, it's not a big deal. He's already mm-hmm. got this. Like he's 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 already on sort of year one of of two or three years of pushing for the championship, in my opinion. So yeah. and bench is easier to build than starting roster. Mm-hmm. You can I always. Think- bench i think one major thing he needs to think about too is uh one hopefully he can get anything out of damian williams as a player uh i hope that he can and we'll see i mean as a ceh owner myself uh i hope the opposite in reality (laughs) right but um you know i think this is a team where if for some reason he does get hit with the injury bug uh, sell Matt Ryan ASAP because you've got you know you've got Trevor Lawrence coming up. Uh, he's got mm-hmm. Drew Locke. He's so this is a team where kind of if it does start looking bad, he's got the reload pieces. He can throw some of these aging and uh, bigger names right. out there and kind of rebuild on the cheap if he's selling to a contender. And so yeah, I yeah, think he it. can kind of. I see on. him as a reloading team, not not rebuilding, but just kind of reloading if things don't start looking his way and he does get a lot of injury. So, uh, yeah. in that sense, I think you know, um, you know, toss out the old and reload with the the young, and I think sell Julio Jones, sell Matt Ryan, see what you can get, and kind of laugh all the way to the bank, knowing that you've got these guys. So. Uh, all right, let's uh, go to number six. Number six, we Jay Boogie. That is, the, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a few here. So we got Jay Boogie with Lieutenant Titty Boy. Thanks for that name. Um, <laughs> I I Jay Boogie is number six after having accumulated a calculator rank of number ten. The calculator does not like your team, Boogie, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, but but Chris loves your team and has your team as the number two team in the league. I have you as number five, so I think this team um, 
makes the playoffs, you think this team uh, contends for the championship. So talk to me. Correct. All right. So I love the, uh, you know, I, I think he's got a really solid team that can compete now, but he's also got a lot of um, reloading pieces in terms of uh, Debbie. You know, he's got Jalen Waddle. He's got Brees Hall. He's got, and he's got Bryce Young. He he's got a lot of pieces that can kind of come in. Um, you know, this is a guy where he's got Russell Wilson as his starting QB and Aaron Rodgers. You know, if they perform anywhere like they did not last year, but the year before, uh, or even last year for Russell Wilson, we're looking at a good picture with uh, Christian McCaffrey, the cheat code himself. Um, and then Kenyon Drake, if he continues his runs, Stephon Diggs, you know, is he going to live up to the hype of Josh Allen's long arm, but inaccuracy, you know, this is a team that I think can really kind of compete right now. Um, and he's got a lot of youth to kind of play with, you know, he's got the Hunter Renfro and as on his bench there, he's got Dawson Knox, he's got Irv Smith. So I think in terms of this team, uh, I see him as a contender this year, but I see him as a long-term contender, and I think that's kind of where I'm seeing this team as just uh, this is the team that's perpetually in the playoffs, and it's constantly, um, it's like, oh, there's there's Lieutenant Titty he's, Boy he's again. A, he's, a team, he's a team that I think is a pain in the ass to play every week mm-hmm. because, you know, you never know, I mean... To me, I, I don't like his wide receiver situation mm-hmm. at all, or his flex situation. This is why I have him so much in lower. Is just mm-hmm. I like Diggs and I, the Rager is my favorite wide receiver in this class. Uh, but but he's a rookie, and I don't expect him to blow up this year. You mm-hmm. know, uh, you know, you expect you know somebody. Uh, I don't expect somebody to have an AJ Brown year this mm-hmm. year. You know, it, it, it could happen, but I don't expect it. Um, and I don't like having, you know, my wide receiver two and three situation being that and then Will Fuller, who can't stay healthy, right? So that's why you kind of have to look at the bench. And, and he's got some pieces, as you said, like Sterling Shepard and Auden Tate and Hunter Renfro and Mohamed Sanu. So I like the fact that he has some bench players mm-hmm. that he could, you know, on a, any given week plug in there. But it still doesn't make, in my opinion, a situation where he's like contending for the championship, you know, with mm-hmm. like Devin Singletary, Tariq Cohen, and Mike Williams as your flex. Yeah, this like, is this is a really scrappy team year one, but I think next year and especially the years following with uh, his Debbie picks and whatnot, I see right. him as a team that's just gonna become yeah. more and more annoying for its opponents. <laughs> and I shouldn't assume that that you you see him, you know, winning, you know, going. Mm-hmm. championship this year just because you put him at two you're right you you look more to the future so you just see him see him as a an overall kind of perpetual contender yeah. moving forward and i think right. one of the big wild cards for his team is christian mccaffrey and the reason i say that too is because Don't sell him. he he doesn't have to sell him but if he gets bored he can sell him and he can get a lion's share and he can continue having value on his team i think with people like christian mccaffrey it's like playing the stock market you know you got to find the right time to sell them you don't want to hold them and run them into the ground so so uh, so i sold i sold christian mccaffrey last year i'm already regret it but still with the assets that i sold him 
I got Jonathan Taylor, uh, C.D. Lamb, and Jalen Rager, and I still have a 2021 second from that trade next year. So that's the kind of you know value that you can get out of a Christian McCaffrey is is three first rounders this year, and including a, a stud running back mm-hmm. plus you know some future value as well. So yeah. Um, so as long as he maintains his value, I see him as like a he's a beast. He's going to be a thorn in everybody's eyes. And everyone's right. going to be like, dang it, i got to play against Lieutenant City Boy. Any, any week you play against Christian McCaffrey, you, it's a pain in your ass, man. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, he's that team that nobody wants to play. So, yep. um, moving on to number five, it's our, our friend that we have seen in other leagues, um, Team 10, um, because he didn't name his team. Thanks, Mankium <laughs> is number five on our list. Um <laughs> Number uh, number two in the mind of the calculator. So Mankium, the calculator, believes that you accumulated some of the most uh, value mm-hmm. on this in this uh, and our uh, this only league. agreement. Right, <laughs> our and, only and, agreement in this league. <laughs> and this is the only team that we agreed on in this league where we both have them as seventh. So just right outside, in my opinion, right outside of uh, playoffs, but. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, pushing for playoffs if you can make a couple of moves. So, yeah. um, let's see here. Um, you got, you know, can't go wrong with Lamar Jackson, you know, as your as your quarterbacks, and I don't mind having Goff and Minshew as your two and three. Mm-hmm. You know, so I do like that. Um, the, the the situation at running back is honestly what I would expect out of a team that built such a strong wide receiver core. You know, you got just studs left and right. Tyree Kill, Godwin, Cup, Chark, Metcalf, Cooks. Um, just a, a bunch of people, a bunch of players that's, that, that were worth a lot of money, a lot of value in this in this league uh, during the draft. And that's why the calculator likes the team so much, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think for me, while, while I have them up there on just outside of the playoff is because of his running back situation and because of his tight end situation absolutely Um, that's to me is why i can't put him as a as a playoff team just yet even Mm -hmm. though he has these like and 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 by the way the wide receiver core talent continues in the bench like slayton is sitting on the bench tyra (laughs) williams is sitting on the bench anthony Anthony miller Miller is sitting on the bench it's like dude balance it but this is beautiful right this is exactly what i tell people to do build that wide receiver core and then find your running backs and then what does he have in all his debbie every single debbie pick is a running back and that's smart super smart (laughs) he's 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 doing it right he's doing it how i like it yeah yeah, i think this is going to be an interesting team like I said, I have on seventh. I had to ding him a little bit, you know. I am weighing the future, but I am I have to weigh the present too. And while he is getting the running backs, uh, you know, coming up, I think that he does have those holes. Where's Where is he gonna fix if OJ Howard's out? Where is he gonna fix his tight end position? I think he's got to sell off some wide receivers to do it. But you know. Where's, he has to decide whether he wants to try to win this year or not. Like, exactly. if he wants to try to win this year, you you're mm-hmm. gonna need to make a couple of trades on some of these this these depth wide receivers and running backs that you have. Like, package a, a Madison and a uh, Slayton, mm-hmm. um, and 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 then 
add in Ronald Jones and get a stud running back. You yeah. Know? The and other something like that. The other thing too is, uh, you know, his QB situation is a little bit iffy uh, because Gardner Minshew, you know, that's still up in the air potentially. I mean, we like him, but respect I mean, the mustache, man. Yeah, just I'm just saying. Can we, can we say for sure he's going to be in the league ten years down the road, five years down the road? That's the no. kind of question marks that we've got. And then same thing, Andy Andy Dalton. What's that going to look like? So yeah. I think that's it could be another ugly. hole. It could be ugly. You're right. Yeah, that's another hole that uh, because he dropped all his Devi picks on running backs, I had to ding him on that again. So yeah. Um, I think I think we have I think we have him in the right spot, and I yeah. think the the calculator just really loves how much value he built. If I had to guess, mm-hmm. I would say he had a probably very good trades during the draft mm-hmm. and built um, a lot of extra picks. Or uh, just I, I bet you, if I had to guess, I, I would bet you that Mankiem made a, a not necessarily a lot of trades, but trades that really benefited him during mm-hmm. the draft, and that's where he built the value from. Yeah, I think I see a lot of, you know, training into the Debbie. I, I have to double-check here. Well, actually, I can't. Um, but uh, I think Debbie's kind of where he picked up some interesting players, so it would be an, uh, interesting kind of see that a little bit. But well, well, the calculator thinks that it's very clearly that his value is on the, the all these wide receivers that he picked up. Like, that's what the calculator thinks is all. And that's, that's the core, mm-hmm. you know. The Devi picks isn't a situation like, like McMac, where, where McMac had the most value of Devi picks of, um, uh, of anybody that we that we ranked in this league, mm-hmm. um, but but he's got you know about half the value of McMac coming in Devi, um, so it, it, he 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 needs to move a couple of those wide receivers I think and and uh, make a move for a stud running back so that he can make a push this year. Yeah, definitely. All right, in the fourth position, we have uh, the Yipsy Gypsies, and that's run by Kevin B90. Uh, the bot has him ranked at 11th, so the bot definitely does not like this team. Uh, you have him ranked in fourth, and I have him ranked in first. So, so you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to. So on behalf <laughs> of. I don't I, again I have them like well into the playoffs and mm-hmm. contending you know uh, the calculator just hates the team like I'm really trying to figure out why the calculator hates the team so much and I think it's because he probably again was one of those guys who went to go get his guys mm-hmm. and it just so happens that you and I really agree on those guys yeah right and that's kind of what it comes down to. Yeah, definitely. He's got some really good quarterback positions filled. Like he's got Patrick Mahomes, he's got Carson Wentz, and he's got Dwayne Haskins. He also has in his Debbie, he's got uh, DJ Ugal. Uh, yeah, Ugalele. Ugalele. <laughs> uh, so you know the quarterback situation. I think this is a team that kind of recognizes itself and found its holes and fixed those holes that it had from the starting draft and fixed them in the Debbie draft. So he's got, I love his Debbie draft, man. I love Seth Williams and Sage Surratt and Max Max Borgie. Money. And if, and if people are right about this Trey Lance dude, then, then this guy is so solid moving on to, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. 
That's why I kind of had this team at number one because his QB situation, it's locked and loaded. His wide receiver situation, it's good. It's getting better. Uh, so I, I really like that. Uh, and then his running back situation, it's not horrible. So not, when you he's got, got Cam the, Akers, you know, you yeah, he's got J.K. That. Dobbins in the bench. He's got uh, Lamical Pirine. Um, you know, he's got a lot. I of, just think he's got he's got all this balance of 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 you know age and youth to make a push for this yeah. year. You know, with Mark Ingram and John Brown and, and Latavius Murray combined with like you know, as you said, Cam Akers and J.K. Dobbins and. Mm-hmm. and uh, uh, the quarterbacks. I mean, some of the my favorite quarterbacks, you know, in the NFL in this team. Yeah. Um, besides Haskins, he's trash. Um, but but the the uh, the the team is solid. I think you know we both agree that the the, the players that he traded to go get are, are worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just whether or not we're right, right? So, yeah. you know, yeah, I I think that this year is going to be the weakest year that we see this team. I think next year it's just going to get grosser and grosser and grosser in a good way for uh, the Yipsy Gypsies, but uh, for the other teams playing against it, I think it's going to get gross. Sure. And I'm not counting out Haskin Robbins. I think he's got his 31 flavors of touchdowns that he's ready to unload on people. So I'm ready to see it. I'm a, I'm a Haskins believer, so... I'm excited. Glad to we see disagree where that on that as well. Yeah. I'm glad we disagree on so much. So, <laughs> um, so that's 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 you know if for or Kevin, um, and then we can go to uh, number three. So Ooh. we are now the top three. Oh man! So this is where all the money's at. <laughs> this, this is where where you know, um, really differentiated. I'll, I'll say this in my opinion, um, the top team. In that, that in my that that I'm, I'm not going to give too much away, but the top team to me was far and away the top team. Mm-hmm. Um, where where and then there's a tier of it's like three tiers. It's like the first place team to me is far and away the first place team. The second place tier team for me is um, is is where he should be along with another team that I, we already mentioned that I really liked, but that you don't. Mm-hmm. And then there's this third place team and then there's everybody else like there's there's three tiers here in the top three and then everybody else that's I, how I, I like to uh, yeah I, for me I think Kevin is in that top tier but that's because I ranked him one <laughs> right exactly so without further ado at number three we have um is he the commish Umar yes, he is. Umar is the commish so Umar oh, with Tim Judy um, I ha- we have him at number three, and that's he got there by being number two in my book, number five in Chris's book, and mm-hmm. um, the calculator has him right in the middle, or I guess a little bit at the bottom, number eight. Mm-hmm. So um, I assume Umar. Um, not, uh, usually, you know that he doesn't score low on the calculator, so I'm wondering what what, what happened here with with his draft that caused him to 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 do that because he usually goes for bargain players mm-hmm. and i see him i see them in his roster right i see uh aj green and leonard Fournette and drew Brees. Mm-hmm. you know these are bargain players um now you know i think he i have picked, i think he picked a lot of kind of distressed assets if that makes sense and so that's why i think the calculator dropped him a little bit he's got mike evans who came off of a 
horrible year. He's got AJ Green who came off of a horrible year. Mike Kevin didn't have a horrible year. Well, in terms of how we he wasn't the one him. in his team, but but you know <laughs> he was a top twelve wide receiver, wasn't he? Uh, PPR. We'll have to come back on that one, but I believe he was I don't outside think that's a horrible year. Yeah, he was actually fifteen uh, on the year, so a wide receiver oh. too. There you go. Yeah. Um, but so you know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not looking at D.D. Westbrook and his in his wide receiver three as actually being mm-hmm. the person that would no. uh, that would be in there. But he got, he's got all this young talent that I happen to believe in, in, mm-hmm. in Jerry Judy and uh, Brian Edwards and Lavisca Chenault. You know, mm-hmm. that's where I saw his team really build a lot of value was in some of these young players that 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 he um, that he picked up. Mm-hmm. Um, com- but again, as as Umar normally does, he goes for these bargain players so that he can make a push. He's he's got this belief that he needs to compete every year, and I and I think that's that's legit. It just makes it harder for him to sort of build mm-hmm. uh, a juggernaut, you know. But 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 he's just always tends to be a contender, always tries to make the playoffs, you know. Yeah. And I respect that. Um, and the team is sort of built like that, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but it's got a lot of. It's got a lot of real good value in the Debbie department, too, and I think that's kind of where it sets itself apart a little bit because Umar, like you said, he's great at kind of finding that value in the more aged department. He's not afraid to kind of grab some of those older assets that will kind of be that win now, but Mm -hmm. um, I think he's the true kind of not afraid to mix it up person and i'm gonna say something he's gonna absolutely hate it but i don't care um (laughs) i'm glad he uh listened to me and grabbed hakeem butler and he still believes in him i think he's a nice person a nice flyer to have on your team absolutely um so you know i think you know to bring it all around uh umar has a lot of these bargain players that makes his team a win now team Mm -hmm. right now you know uh he 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 doesn't have to do much already to just field a team that that can sustain injuries and push for a playoff mm-hmm. as it is right now. And then not to speak of this youth that he already has on this team, as I already mentioned, with Judy and Edwards and Chanel, and these players that are coming in, in, in Devi with Rondale Moore and Jamar, uh, Jefferson. Jamar Jefferson, Amon Ross and St. Brown, David yeah. Bell is a freaking stud, you know. So, so we've got a lot of talent coming um, to reload with. Actually, more than I've seen him pick up in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this is a uh, weaker win now team than I'm used to seeing from Umar, but a more balanced mm-hmm. uh, Umar team. So that, but that's kind of why it drops him to probably the third. Um, I think I had him at first in the last league that I graded him in my rankings because he usually builds those really strong win now teams that mm-hmm. i happen to be a fan of yeah so i think one thing we can count on umar is that he kind of just you can't count on him to pick the same picks every year he, he picks with <laughs> it's it's like you, there's no way you're gonna guess what he picks but he, he he does build that perfect balance all right so um the suspense is here. So who are we going to name as the number two? Because right. that makes it obvious who we have as number one. Mm-hmm. I think it's we as too many people because you don't have him as number one. Not even close. And um, at number two, we have mm-hmm. UGA, UGA Big Tasty. Oh, so tasty. And he gets there by having a score of number four in the calculator. 
number three in Chris's rankings, and I have him down at number eight. Um, all right, so tell us, Chris, why why UGA is number three in your book. All right. I like the youth on this team as well. I think it's got a lot of fun little pieces that you can work with. He's also got value pieces that he can sell off if things start kind of falling off this year. Um, but he's got pieces, uh, you know, he's got Joe Burrow. He's got Daniel Jones. I think those are good, solid QBs there. Uh, and then he's got Alvin Kamara and Nick Chubb along with, uh, you know, good wide receiver core, Lockett, Allen, and Boyd there. Um, mm-hmm. So I kind of see this team being a little scrappy team that can just kind of show up. Uh, it's got some fun little youth pieces, and like Michael Pittman I, I'm really big on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think him and Preston Williams are kind of going to be those players that make their way onto his starting rosters, especially if, um, you know, Juju or JJ or Sega Whiteside kind of get in that slow start that we might see again. Uh, so I think this will be a fun team. But the other part and the reason why I have this team ranked third is because I like the Devi pieces that are coming in, you know, especially with, I'm going to say the biggest name, Travis Etienne. I think this team's got a lot of good rebuilding pieces. So mm-hmm. in terms of youth and rebuild, or sorry, reloading even, um, mm-hmm. I think this is a team that's just going to constantly be injecting value into itself. And I think that yeah. it's just going to, as the team matures, it's going to stick at that nice number three spot and it's gonna kind of show up um he's got some sleeper picks here he's got uh jalen hurd which i kind of like a lot um you know he's got chris herndon i think who potentially could be a really good person as long as adam gase gets his head out of his butt um but yeah i think this is a very strong team um and i think with the Debbie pieces that he's got uh, i i definitely have them where i have them I think he's he uh, he had a rule for himself that he wasn't going to, you know, grab any, you know, quarterbacks older than 24 and any running backs older than, you know, well, he broke that 24. Uh, any and 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 outside of Keenan Allen, you know, no wide receivers older than like 25. Mm-hmm. 20, I think Lockett and yeah, Keenan Allen are a little older, so it's very clear that he focused on a lot of youth you know and i think that makes him in my book a a team that is outside of playoff contention Mm -hmm. and and probably um but could make very easily a push for a playoff if if some of these pieces uh come together as you said um if juju has a good year and if uh, kareem hunt has a role and uh jj arcega's white side is not a bust Mm -hmm. um some of these other guys uh, in Preston Williams, Michael Pittman, as you said, if they come around and they start, you know, becoming piece a piece of, of a starting roster, then this team can make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and, and become a, continue to be a pain in everybody's rear end for for years to come. Yeah, and I'm gonna kind of drop a little thing for obviously outside of this league, but 
Preston Williams was really amazing early on last year, and he's only fading in people's minds because of the injury last year. I think uh, yeah. once he comes back, I think people are going to realize that he is a stellar guy, and I think he is going to be on that starting roster pretty soon. And, and, and you did call out the DJ Chark breakout last year, so I do yeah. want to give you credit for that. <laughs> um, these, these people probably have not heard of that. So, um, But with that said, I think it's time we... we we crown the, go to the grand the grand prize and this is an interesting one because i think this is the first time that there's been such a controversial like you're gonna have to explain this to me i already mm -hmm. told you earlier today that that like i looked at the sheet that we use um and i'm like how like yep. not only did both the calculator and myself have them ranked number one because mm -hmm. in our view it's just so much more value that he built during mm -hmm. the draft like i just have to i have not even looking at the draft results right now mm -hmm. but n haas with um the team hurts your feelings um just nailed it just just totally annihilated this draft and in, in my opinion uh, in terms of creating value uh, in a way that that is a way above and beyond everybody else there's nobody that in my opinion i think mankium comes close to him in terms of the, the players mm -hmm. that he built and um so man to me like mankium and um and uh and haas probably built the most value during the draft by mm -hmm. making the best trades it's just that also on top of that like the the, the value that he created with those trades in my opinion he hit on all of those and this is i think probably going to come to a total disagreement of opinion on on whether you know i think that this is a great win now team and i'm just going to mm -hmm. read it because it deserves to be read right so yeah. you got um matt stafford joe mixon josh jacobs amari cooper adam thielen ty hilton zach Ertz, alan robinson dj moore beck odell beckham teddy bridgewater ben roethlisberger um like Raheem Moster, Tevin Coleman, um, Duke Johnson, Alshon Jeffrey, it's Jack Doyle, Will Disley. Like, what? Like, how did he build this much value? Mm -hmm. Right? Um, and he did it, you know, very. I can tell you, he waited a long time on his quarterbacks, and you can tell that by by the the quarterbacks. And you're the kind of person that probably hit him like a lot on that. Mm -hmm. I happen to think Stafford is going to have a great year this year. And then if your wide if your quarterback two is between Teddy Bridgewater and Ben Roethlisberger, that's a pretty dang good situation, I think. Um, what about this? roster it doesn't just make you want to go like yeah this this is this is it this is the team that is going to win this year unless something terrible happens to it yeah so, so tell me tell me tell me why i'm number one on this team the calculator is number one on this team mm -hmm. and you have them ranked 11th <laughs> second from the how explain yourself all right i will explain myself uh so when now i'm not going to argue at all uh, what I will argue, though, is future-proofing this team. This team is potentially in a world of hurt. And the reason being is we've got a fading Ben Roethlisberger. We've got Teddy Bridgewater, who could potentially be the long-term QB. We don't know. Matt Stafford, who's questionable right now. 
in his longevity in Detroit. Uh, and then you've got Adam Thielen, who's aging, T.Y. Hilton, who's aging, Zach Ertz, who's, who's aging as well. And you've got some other players that, you know, Amari Cooper, I'm, I'm going to say this, but I am not a fan. You know, do I want someone that's going to potentially bomb or completely take off every week? I don't know. Not really. Um, so in terms of those... That's where I dinged him. Um, his backup pieces in terms of running backs, um, you know, Tevin Coleman, Raheem Mostert. Yeah, cool, he has two of them. Which one's going to be right? Are you going to put both in? Uh, try guessing. Uh, that's the hard part there for me. And, you know, his depth, you know, Will Disley. Right now it's, okay, it's Will Disley or is it Greg Olson? I think it's Greg Olson. Um so that's where I had to take a look at his Devi picks. His Devi picks are all. We have to disagree on these Devi picks because <laughs> I looked at his Devi picks and I'm like, yeah, he he, he did pretty well. I mean, he probably had, you know, a a, a late uh, early. He probably didn't have a first rounder, okay, and he had mm -hmm. a, a a middle second rounder, a middle. Oh no, he probably had a, an early second rounder, a middle second rounder like a middle third rounder, right? I mean, that mm -hmm. he didn't have all this, but he happens to come away with Tamori and Terry, Justin Ross, and Chris Olive, right? Yeah. I mean, Olive could be nothing. Where's his okay. QBs, though? Yes, I, I agree. <laughs> but, but you know, I'm grading him on his ability to win now and then yeah. use the value that he created through the draft, which is blatantly right out there all the value that he has created nobody's starting roster even comes close to his in my opinion mm -hmm. and he can move those like if he needs death if he needs future he can do that but being in a situation where you have this much value and this strong of a team to win now and then sell whatever you want to sell in order you can buy your future mm -hmm. after winning now you know move amari cooper at that point move you know, Ben, move Teddy, move, I don't know, move everybody at that point if you want to just rebuild your team. Mm -hmm. But you're going to be, you're going to, at the end of the day, have this, this really solid, uh, uh, you know, base of young talent and Joe Mixon, Josh Jacobs, yeah. and uh, Alan Robinson, and DJ Moore, and although Beckham, and, you know, he's not an old team by any means. You know, he's just a mm -hmm. team that has a lot of the, solid pieces. The issue with that, though, is that, um, yeah, he can move them for assets, but how far out are those assets going to be? And that's the part where I'm concerned. And I got to rank him for what he's got on his sheet. And sadly, that's why, in in terms of future proofing your team, I see that so, he could potentially be at a very major crossroads. Where he's so I think do this a is a, a matter of philosophy that I think exactly. you and I have have a disagree on because for me, you know. He he is such a strong contender this year. To, to, to me, it doesn't matter to look into the future and say, you know, what happens if he fails? Mm -hmm. Like, well, don't fail. You know, win. Yeah. Just go and win. And Haas, don't don't let me down. You're the team that should win this <laughs> league. No one else's team comes close to yours. That's that's it. Yeah. I have uh, I have spoken. Yep, and he is right, and I'm going to agree in the fact that. This is your chance to go for the ship. Go for it. Don't hold back. 
because if you do, you get my ranking. <laughs> <laughs> Let's wrap it up. All right. So uh, just reading back, uh, we'll read all the teams in 12th. We've got... Uh, read the honors. D. Heat in 47. In 11th, we've got Dom City. In 10th, we've got Rockster 9307. Uh, in 9th, we've got S. Jackson 87. In 8th, we've got Harry Bax Anon. Uh, in 7th, we've got Mick Mac. In 6th, we've got J. Boogie. In 5th, we've got Mankeen. And in fourth, we've got Kevin B90. In third, we've got Umar1. And UGA is in number second, or number two, sorry. And uh, Haas, you are in the happy place. You get first, so. But uh, no thanks to Chris. Thank nope. me and the calculator because he, he wanted you yeah. at the bottom. Of I, the I have poo-pooed all over your team. So you've you've got the win now. And if you don't go for it, you you get my rankings. <laughs> All right. Well, let's sign out here, All Chris. Right, guys. It's taking too long. Yep. Thank you uh, for uh, enjoying the show. Uh, if you liked it, go ahead and uh, give us a follow, leave a comment, uh, rating, all that fun stuff. And don't forget to follow us. Hit us up on uh, on Twitter. We're happy to provide any uh, trade assistance that you trade advice or trade advice that you uh, want. Uh, we're we're happy to work with you guys, so uh, we look forward to hearing from you all, and uh, have a good one. Take it easy. <laughs>